Travel Squad podcast. We're four friends that grew up together in the same small town. We followed each other to San Diego, and now we adventure the world together. One passport stamp at a time. We're here to share our travel stories and inspire you to go on your own adventures. Even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. Kim. And I'm Dana. And And we're we're the Travel Squad podcast. So grab your ticket, your passport, and don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hello, fellow travelers. Hey, Hey, everyone. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, welcome to episode 25 of the Travel Squad podcast and Feliz Año Nuevo. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New New Year. Year. 2020. Today we are exploring New (laughs) York City. The Big Apple, baby. (laughs) NYC is an iconic American city. There are so many things to do and see and attracts tourists from all over the world. Speaking of tourists from all over the world, we were looking into our listener analytics recently and we're completely blown away by how many listeners we have around the world tuning into our episodes every week. People in Quebec, Ontario, Colorado, New York, Arizona, Cusco, Jalisco, Hong Kong, Scotland, and jolly old England. And so many more places we can't even name them all. You know, we just appreciate you guys listening to us. We fucking love that we have listeners around the world in places we haven't even been. And we want to hear from all of you. So if you guys could go to our Instagram and comment on our latest post and tell us where you're from, we would fucking love it. And we just appreciate you guys. So thank you. Thank you guys. I personally have been to New York twice, once when I was in high school, and again, when we came home from Africa, Jamal and Zaina, plus our friends Josh and Anna, we did a weekend getaway in New York City, and although we haven't been as a squad, we have each been to New York. Yeah, the only time I've been to New York was a couple years ago, I went there for a work trip. We were doing this PR stunt where we hijacked the line in front of the Apple store of people waiting to get the new iPhone, and New York City Fifth Avenue store is the biggest and best one, but that was only a one day campaign. And so I was able to extend the trip throughout the weekend and kind of explore New York with some of my coworkers and then a bunch on my own, which was so fun. So let's get into things to know about New York City. The first thing I would say is that New York is a very walkable or very easy to get around using the subway or mass transportation. New York is very huge. So when we say walkable, we're not talking about walking the entire city, but it is easy to walk from neighborhood to neighborhood if there's within close proximity, but to get from one borough to the next, whether it be Manhattan to Brooklyn, etc., you definitely do want to take the subway. And speaking about the subway, they are relatively affordable. Each fare to take is $275 per trip. And New York does offer a couple packages where if you're going to be staying a week, you can buy a week unlimited use metro card for $33. So you can either pay as you go, or if you're going to be there a week, Definitely do that $33 for an unlimited card. I think we've all ridden the subway in New York, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Some crazy stuff can happen on there. We'll get into that later, but you always hear the subway in New York is notorious for crazy people sometimes. I actually tried to ride the subway with Brittany, but every single stop that we went to was closed. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That was strange. So uh, actually, I've tried to ride the subway and the subway wouldn't let me ride it. But you've been there before, before that time and you never rode it? I've ridden the subway, though, before. Yeah. 
That and was we, a, we did end up writing it and finding our way home. Mm-hmm, we did. This was one of the tips that my friend Colin that lives in New York wanted to mention is that the subway has crazies. But it's part of New York. It's part of the experience. You can just go to YouTube and search Crazy New York City Subway, and I'm sure you're going to find a plethora of good things. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys see they put like a full-on Thanksgiving dinner in the subway recently? And they had a full-on meal. I feel like I I saw that. that. Yeah, funny. What's Pizza Rat? Are you serious? I have no idea what Pizza Rat is. I don't either. This episode is not sponsored by Pizza Rat, but it really should be. (laughs) The subways in New York are really well known for having rats. And there was this rat that took a slice of pizza and like someone got it on video just carrying around a piece of pizza and it became Pizza Rat. (laughs) (laughs) International sensation. Wow. So one thing that we are known for is talking about bathrooms. And in New York (laughs) City, there are like no public restrooms anywhere. Yeah. When we were there, I don't know who, I think I I had to pee really bad, probably. I don't know, whatever. So anyways, there is this nice hotel that we're passing and I'm like, oh, let's just use the restroom in there. And Jamal kind of got his panties in a bunch because he was saying that, no, we're not going to be able to, they're going to have it locked. And I was like, you know what? Just have a little bit of faith. So I asked where the restrooms were and they guided me to where they were at. And then we just stood outside waiting for someone to come out of the bathroom and open the door. And when they did, I was like, oh, okay, thank you. And I walked in and I peed. Because it was locked and only supposed to be used by hotel guests. Mm-hmm. And only hotel guests have the code to get into the restroom. So I wasn't completely wrong. But at the same time, I guess Zana showed if you're persistent, wait in front. Somebody's either going to go in or come out and you'll just hop right in. Boom. But be aware, no public restroom. Another thing you should know, and it would be pretty obvious about New York, is that everyone's on the move, whether that's walking, getting somewhere. They do have Ubers and whatnot, but because there's so many people and everyone's on the move, it can take a while to get from point A to point B. Even when you're walking, I remember Zaina and I, we needed to walk like half a mile, which is not far at all. And it told me that it was going to take us like 40 minutes or something to get half a mile down the street. And Zaina's like, no, we're going to get there faster than that. But really, it did take us pretty much that whole amount of time to get there because it was just so crowded and we could barely move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like you guys were adding to the tourist traffic jam because New Yorkers don't walk that slow. (laughs) So you guys were probably stuck in, you know. Oh, I thought you meant like us walking slow. No, no, no. Brittany and I were hauling ass. I know. I know. But just in general, there's a stereotype that you can tell who's a New Yorker or not by how fast they move on the streets. And that's what I'm saying. If it was only half a mile and took you 40 minutes, you were behind the tourist traffic. Seriously. Well, in fact, I'm surprised that Brittany's saying half a mile because my first thought was really it was only half a mile because it took forever because you just couldn't get around people. Another thing about New York is that there's the misconception that it's smelly or there's a lot of bums. And when we were there, we really didn't experience that. Yes, we definitely did see homeless people. I don't know if we were in the wrong neighborhoods, but if you're in downtown Manhattan, you were probably going to come across some, but there wasn't as many as I was expecting to see based on the stereotype. And we weren't there during the hot summer months when they say New York smells like smelly garbage. So I didn't experience any of that. And I don't know if it's just a misconception, but if you don't go during the summer, I don't suspect you're going to have that, oh, New York's a smelly city experience. Pleasantly surprised. You should also know that New York is just not Manhattan alone. There's actually five boroughs that make up New York City. You have the Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. Yeah. And the boroughs, you can almost equate them to counties. So they're their own independent like cities, counties, but yet all together the five of them make one city, New York City. 
And then within each of those boroughs, they have different neighborhoods. So for example, within Manhattan, you'll have Greenwich, the village, which is like the NYU neighborhood. You have Soho, and then you have- um, Tribeca, Jay-Z. so there's a lot to see within the pockets of new york so there's so much to do in new york city i mean just walking the city is something to do the city is so walkable and central park there's a ton of trails so much to see within the park walking the city is like the draw of new york walking through the different attractions the people watching the buildings are beautiful just being in the city the energy there is like half the fun you know when we were there jamal Brittany, and i with our other friends we walked across the brooklyn bridge which we'll get to that but then we took a subway and then when we came out from the subway we were pretty much like in the middle of the city and it was so magical when you just step outside and all of a sudden you're in that energy and it's just it's indescribable the energy that you get from the city yeah we took the subway from lower manhattan because again we walked across the brooklyn bridge and then we took it Mm -hmm. from lower manhattan and then we stepped out into times square as a matter of fact so Mm -hmm. just seeing that for me for the first time was exciting it reminded me of the time that Brittany and i were in london and we got out of the subway and when we stepped out we just saw big ben and parliament it was just like an exciting feeling of like wow i see this all the time and here it is and that's what I felt when I got out in Times Square. Yeah. yeah, I remember walking from the Apple Store on Fifth Avenue through Times Square. You can see the Empire State Building and the Flatiron Building, and there's all this history in all these buildings, and beautiful. I want to go back. Zaina and I did a lot of walking in New York City. Jamal and our other friends went to a Yankees game. So Zaina and I took our time exploring, and we actually walked by Taylor Swift's house as well. You always look in at famous people's houses. <laughs> Who doesn't like to see it's famous so people's exciting. houses? It's so exciting, yeah. And then uh, if we had more time, I would have loved to do a Gossip Girl tour. (laughs) I love Chuck Bass and Blair Waldorf. (laughs) I would actually love to do one of those hop on hop off tours in New York if I ever went back. That would be when I go back. I say that. I saw tons of buses for that. Mm -hmm. I wish that's something that we did again when Brittany, Zaina and I were there. It was at the tail end of our South Africa trip. So we just pretty much did the highlights. And I guess you could say that is a highlight. But I wish we actually did that, get a good lay of the land and then explore from there. That would have been a good thing to do. And that's a good thing I recommend for a lot of people to do on any other place that you go. If they have a hop on, hop off, do that. Brittany and I have done that in several cities and then explore on our own after getting the lay of the land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things I did when I was there, and I was lucky that I was there for a short time with someone that's a local there or is from there. So he knew a lot of insider information and locals only kind of places. So one of the places that we went to one evening was the Highline Park in the Meatpacking District. New York City parks are, they're interesting because it's just a concrete jungle. And then where they do have parks, they get really creative with them. So this one, you walk up a set of stairs to get onto a former railroad track and this is what they've built the park on so it's an elevated park that has this walk through it's very serene there's a lot of greenery places to sit and just enjoy the day or the evening and it's just a really cute little park that doesn't take up any of the concrete or buildings or any of the stuff that's all around new york that sounds really unique i wish i saw something like that you said that was in the meatpacking district yes so yeah, definitely check that out if you're there. And I'm going to have to check it out once I go back. Yeah, and that's actually one of the things I love so much about New York is there are places just to sit and enjoy life 
And people do it when the weather is decent. People are just out just enjoying New York City. Yeah. You know, anywhere you go in the world internationally, people have parks and people hang out in parks, but that doesn't necessarily happen in the United States. But, you know, in New York City, it does. Mm -hmm. Even in Central Park, I was surprised because I saw someone sitting on a park bench reading a newspaper and it's something that you would see in a movie. Yeah. And just to see it in person was like, oh, wow, this really does exist. Well, that or you are in the park and you see bench tables that are checkerboards or chessboards and people out there doing that, mm-hmm. playing cards. So the parks are really lively. But speaking of Central Park, there's lots of stuff to do in some of the parks themselves, such as museums. Speaking of things to do inside the park is at one point when we were searching for a bathroom, there was a chess house. So we went inside the chess house to see if there was a bathroom there and there wasn't, at least that we could see. But anyways, you know what I mean? Like they have homes in the middle of Central Park built for the sport of chess. Yes. When I was in New York City, I stopped into Central Park to have a nap because I had been... A nap in Central Park? (laughs) Yes. You're like one of those movies. (laughs) I was just at one of the museums and I'd been out late the night before exploring New York City nightlife. So I was kind of tired and I had a few hours to kill. So I was like, all right, I'll just go here and take a nap. And beautiful. Love to walk through New York City. There's so much greener, which is so contrasting from the skyscrapers the urban jungle yeah um, which is really nice so I found myself laying down on the grass enjoying a little rest while a group of people were playing Dungeons and Dragons right next to me Oh, wow. And one of them came over and was like, in case any flying concrete balls come your way, like, don't mind us. We're just playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I was like, okay, time to go. You mentioned that you went to a museum earlier. Which museum did you go to? I went to the Met, and this is the Metropolitan Museum in New York City. It's very famous for the Met Gala that happens every year. It's also just an amazing museum. A lot of really cultural artifacts, paintings art pieces. Also, what you should know, a little squad tip for you is there is no set amount that you have to pay when you go there. They have a recommended amount of something in the 30s, I believe, but I paid 12 bucks to go in and you can pay $0. It's up to you what you pay. That's very interesting because when we were there, they were charging, but if you said you were a New York City resident, it was free. Yeah, that's so weird. And you guys just no didn't one... do it right. They will act like it's an expectation, but if you go up there and give them what you have, they'll just give you the ticket. Well, see, I told that to Brittany too, because we didn't want bad karma out in the world, but nobody there is selling you the tickets. It was all on a machine and then people oh. are collecting it. So they, hmm. we've gone more recently than you, so they may have changed it, but it was either you're a New York City resident, you're a child, you're an adult, and if you're- Or a student. Or a student. And based on that, that's how much it was, but they Maybe didn't. too many people were cutting them short. I've also heard that you can nap there. I didn't know that either. <laughs> Did you nap there? No. I saved that for the Central Park. (laughs) But that was the museum that we went to as well. And I liked the Met. And we went there more specifically because it was in Central Park. It's on the edge Mm -hmm. of Central Park, but in Central Park. Upper East Side. Correct. And one of the things that I enjoyed most about it, and I'm surprised you didn't find out about it, Kim. No, I'm pissed about this. Is there is a rooftop (laughs) bar on top of the Met. I believe I did But you didn't miss out on too much. They were like $15 for a 12-ounce can of beer. Worth it. But there was a beautiful New York City skyline in the background. So great for picture taking right there. That the it park, was so beautiful. You're five stories up, so you're not really, really high, but you do get to see everything going south into Manhattan. And like I said, you're on the edge of Central Park, so you get to see into the park as well. So really, really beautiful view 
from the top. Yeah, and you know what? Although the beers are like, what, $15? Kim, you would have been so proud of Jamal because Jamal and Josh were crushing it. How much yes. did you spend? Well, Josh... Fuck it, we're on vacation. <laughs> Fuck it, we're on vacation. That's very true. But when Josh starts to buy drinks, he doesn't stop buying drinks. So he bought, I think, two rounds, and then I ended up getting one round, but we were drinking along way <laughs> walking through the park and a few other things so. i am very proud of you yes i knew you would be <laughs> but there are a lot of other museums in new york other than the met the met as kim mentioned is famous because of the met gala a lot of people go to it because it is in central park however you can go to the museum of modern art the american museum of natural history the guggenheim which i really wanted to go to but again such a short weekend we didn't have a lot of time they have picassos and other famous paintings in the Guggenheim. There is also the September 11th Memorial Museum, and that's actually at Ground Zero. We didn't go into the museum itself when we were there, but we did go visit Ground Zero and the memorial site that they had there. So the first time that I went to Ground Zero, I was in high school, and this was probably in 2006, I would say. And I remember that it was just a big hole. There was nothing there. There was a huge fence around the area, and we went up these stairs to look over, but all it was was just construction pit basically so going back now several years later it is so different it is now like an eight acre park to commemorate the loss of the trade center and all of these victims lives you know there's the museum which we didn't go into and there is a one world trade tower that has an observatory we also didn't get to see that but it would be something i would like to see but what was the highlight of it for me was to go to the two pools and there's waterfalls cascading into them and it symbolizes the loss of life of the attacks and the waterfalls are there to mute the sound of the city so it makes mm. it a really serene place to be and around the falls they have carved every victim's name and if it's their birthday they place a white rose on their name oh that's so sweet i didn't get to go to the memorial when i was in new york but when i go back that's definitely on the top of my list to see definitely should be i was there in 2008 and i saw it but it, it's so long ago at this point that i don't really remember what it looked like but when i hear britney talking i feel like it was still in construction and it was just the bottomless pit mm -hmm. but yeah it was just so surreal and I just feel like there are no words because of just what took place there and how emotional it is mm -hmm. where um, is it in the city it's in lower Manhattan okay because the original twin towers were in lower Manhattan they rebuilt the one world trade center now mm -hmm. so there's a whole brand new world trade center building it's not a twin tower but the pools that Brittany was talking about the one acre ones there's two of them to represent the two towers themselves mm -hmm. and that is the memorial park around the area. I see. So it should be an easy thing to add on to the list of must-sees when in the city. Hey, squaddies. We want to share one of our favorite travel products with you. Liquid IV is a category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being while traveling. One stick fits into 16 ounces of water to give you three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and hydrates you two times faster than water alone. Their half-ounce hydration multiplier powder packet is the one product you need in every suitcase, carry-on, and day pack. We use it while flying on planes because flights can be so dehydrating. We use it when we feel jet-lagged, when we're out on a hike, and after a long night out that has us feeling worn out. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. 
Liquid IV also now comes in 12 delicious and refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Our favorites are the lemon lime and tangerine with immune support. It's made with premium ingredients, all non-GMO and gluten, dairy, and soy free. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use Travel Squad Podcast at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Travel Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com. Hey, squaddies, let's take a quick detour to talk about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you. We just launched several new international trip itineraries, including Tulum and Japan. This is on top of the itineraries we already have for U.S. trips like the Hawaiian island of Kauai, the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as national park trip itineraries, including Utah's Mighty Five National Parks and a week at Grand Teton and Yellowstone. These fully built out 20 to 30 page PDF guides are available for instant download on our site right now. Every detail of the trip is laid out for you. So all you have to do is download, book, show up, and have fun. The itineraries tell you where to fly into, the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, driving distance between attractions, the things to see and do, even the hikes we recommend, their mileage, and the time to allot for each one. And believe it or not, so much more. Be sure to head over to TravelSquadPodcast.com to download your very own comprehensive travel itinerary today. Speaking of Times Square, we were talking about it earlier, riding the subway and coming out and seeing it, but we didn't really touch upon it too much. And I just want to say Times Square is to be seen and you'll see it for literally five minutes and be amazed and then you're out of there because there is nothing to do in Times Square other than look at Times Square. Kim seems (laughs) to have a different opinion. I do have a different opinion. I stayed in Times Square for probably two hours. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Because it is the place you see in movies. And it looks exactly like you would imagine it. Just the digital billboards, ads everywhere. That's why I was excited when I came out of the subway and yeah, saw it. But the novelty so worked exciting. And then they have this area where it's kind of like an auditorium seating, standing kind of an area where you can walk up and you can get better views of it. There's people sitting there, standing there, just there. And you can take pictures, just be amongst all of the hustle and bustle and the craziness. There's tons of weird people dressed in characters like Batman or Elmo that are dressed up that want you to take pictures with them and then obviously pay them for it, a dollar or whatever. And I loved it. (laughs) It's like if you're in Las Vegas on the strip, they have the characters, they want tips for it, or the Hollywood Walk of Fame, they have the characters dressed up. I felt like real New York City there. But you know what they don't have in Times Square? Bathrooms. That. (laughs) Very good, Jamal. The second thing is TRL. No more TRL. I miss Carson Daly. I know. Total request live. So guys, close your eyes for a second and picture this. You're in New York City for the next time and you're coming out of the subway right there in Times Square. You step on the pavement, you look up and you see this huge, huge, huge ad for the Travel Squad podcast. Oh, that's going to be us. All right. Manifest that, you guys. We're going to make that happen. Next year. (laughs) (laughs) I know we went to Times Square during the day and yes, it was beautiful with all of the ads and billboards and everything. Everything, but I remember when I was in high school, we went at night mm. and it was so cool to see being lit up and yeah. to be a high schooler at that time. Like, oh my God, I'm here in New York City. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. Also, this isn't just about Times Square, but taxi cabs are just like you would see them in the movies in New York City. They're 
everywhere. So to have the backdrop of Times Square with all the billboards and the digital ads and then taxis driving through, it's just like you feel like you're in a movie. Well, I remember when I was there in 2008, I was with one of my girlfriends and it was to visit her dad and we were about to get into a taxi. He opens the door and he tells the taxi driver where we're going to go and the taxi driver immediately drove off. So it's almost like, <laughs> you know, he almost fell because he's holding onto the car and the car, the car door kind of shuts itself. And he looked at me, he said, let that be a lesson. Wait until you get into your taxi to tell them where you want to go. Hmm. Because if it's not going to make them money, they're going to refuse you. Not everyone. But you can also hail the taxis like you see in the movies where you put your hand up in the street and they <laughs> stop. And that is so cool. Did you hail one down? I, many. Yeah, I was just doing it left and right. I didn't even need to get in one. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> just seeing if you could do it huh? Yeah. actually there was one point because I was there for this event for my work it was kind of crazy and we had to jump in a cab really quick to go to a different location so we jumped in a cab and we were following another one and we were like follow that taxi and he just like took off following the other car and that is like something you would see in epic. the movies <laughs> <laughs> well there's so much to see in New York and there's nothing like seeing it from above so did anyone go to the top of a tower or building and look down no but that's definitely something I regret not doing. I've been to the top of the Empire State Building. Same here. Very I went cool. when I was mm -hmm. in, again, on the high school trip that I took. I did go to the top and got a great look of the city. But I do hear that there is a really good view at the top of... Top of the Rock. Top of the Rock. I yes. hear that there's really good views of Central Park from there. Yeah. If I had more time when I go back, I'm for sure doing that. And by the Rock, we're talking Rockefeller Center, yes. not Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, okay. So I did go to the top of the Empire State Building. And again, this is when I was with my uh, girlfriend at visiting her dad. And he was able to buy the tickets that morning online. So when we got there, we didn't have to wait in line or anything like that. So assuming that's probably still the same. Save yourself the time. Buy it online. Yeah, I would love to go to the top of either the One World Trade, Empire State Building, Chrysler Building, one of the big tall ones, or even now that you guys are saying this, top of the Rockefeller Center. Mm -hmm. But we just didn't get around to it. And that's one thing I just want to let everybody know. You're not going to be able to do everything you want to do in New York. Granted, we were there for a short amount of time. Your vacation may be longer, but there's no way that you're going to fit in everything you want to do in New York City into one trip. Did anyone take a fair? on the trip. I've been to the Statue of Liberty oh, and so cool. Ellis Island. Oh, So I think I had to take a ferry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was you so did. long ago. Well, when you asked that question, Brittany, are you talking from Manhattan to Staten Island itself? Because there is a Staten Island ferry because Staten Island is more Staten a residential Island area. Dump. I heard you like to visit the Staten Island dump this time of year. <laughs> I was just asking in a generality, but I remember I took a ferry just to take a ferry and on that ferry we did get to see from afar the Statue of Liberty. Was it the Staten Island Ferry? Because I took that one too and it's the same thing. I think so yeah. Yeah so that one's free if you guys don't want to pay to go to the Statue of Liberty. You can get on I think it's near the Dumbo area but I could be wrong so don't quote me on that but you get on the free ferry it comes I think every 30 minutes it takes you to Staten Island you'll see the Statue of Liberty from afar along this route you get off the ferry you get back in line in Staten Island and get right back to Manhattan. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> And it's pretty cool. It's very cool to see it from afar, but I would love when I go back to do what Zena did and actually go to it. Same here. So no one's been to the Statue of Liberty except for myself? You're the only one who's been on the island that houses Lady Liberty. So anyways, for the Statue of Liberty or Lady Liberty, you can't go to the crown. Like at least I wasn't able to at that time. I don't you, know. If you can now. 
Oh, okay. You so they had it closed oh, so cool. at that time. They, you used mm-hmm. to be allowed to do it, and then they stopped after 9-11, and I think after mm. a while, then they redid it. So now you can go to the top, and I was reading, even though I didn't get to do it, they were saying if you go on a hot day, it can be up to 10 to 15 degrees hotter inside the crown mm. than on the outside, and it's very cramped in there, so it's not even very desirable to do. Mm, yeah. On a hot day. Yes. Good like if you're know. there midsummer in July, I mean, it's going to get hot. When I was there, it was in September and it was also very hot. When we went, Jamal Zane and I, we went into September as well. But we also got to see views of the Statue of Liberty when we were crossing the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm-hmm. Did you walk that, Kim? I did. It was great. I love that there is a portion for pedestrians and a portion for cars. That mm-hmm. is so great. We stayed in Brooklyn, so we loved that we were just able to walk over the bridge and drop us right into Manhattan. It'll take you about, would you say, a half an hour? It was really crowded when I, we did it. I was going to say, yeah, it's not that far of a walk. Granted, it does span the Hudson River, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you can't go as fast because it is so crowded with people walking. It. Yeah, so it does take about 30 minutes. Because you're walking from Brooklyn to Manhattan, you're going to have views, so you'll likely be stopping to take pictures. Yeah. Yes, taking pictures of the city, taking pictures of the Statue of Liberty in the background, everything. Mm-hmm. Definitely something you want to do. When you went to the Statue of Liberty, Santa, did you go to Ellis Island? I did. So- and that's the one thing that I wish I had more time. And I would love to go back and spend more time on Ellis Island. Why tell you, me. Yeah, yeah, I don't know anything about it. Why don't you about tell it? people about Ellis Island, Zana? So Ellis Island was, what was it? Like the Island of Tears, I think it was. Because when people were coming from Europe, migrating to the United States, in order to get into the United States, they had to pass through Ellis Island. And so people are making these long trips with nothing in their pockets, just hoping to come to the United States. And if they didn't pass like the test, if they had lice or whatever, they would be sent back on a boat to where they came from. And they just spent forever on that boat. And so it's just a memorial of all the people who immigrated, were on the boat or whatnot. And then it's a great opportunity to see like if you have any history there, if you have any relatives. And growing up, one of my favorite books was The Orphan of Ellis Island. And just, I don't know, it was just so excited to be there after reading that book so many times hearing about this place and just there's so much history and that's why it was like the island of tears yeah because families would be separated people would have died by the time they got there obviously this is like in the early 1900s so i (laughs) love ellis island i know right throwing a surprise curveball out at you guys did you see any of the books where people would write their names because they have the books where people would write their names passing through and it's a place where a lot of people changed their Mm -hmm. true ethnic name to more American sounding names when they were there just as well because mm-hmm. it's like what's your name and then they would change it they to something choose more their American. Own name. I yeah. know there's some names that I can't think of any off the top of my head but mean royalty in other countries that they may have came from and that wasn't their last name but they changed it to that. Interesting. Interesting. You can be whatever you want in America. <laughs> That's very true. The American dream baby. But you had to pass through your inspection first. As long as you don't have lice you can be whatever you want. <laughs> Jamal, you went to Yankee Stadium. How was it? It was great. I did go to Yankee Stadium. As you know, Kim, I am a big baseball fan. Hopefully our listeners know that as well. Yes, Zena me too. 
and Brittany not so much. And when we were no, I wanted to go, but Brittany didn't, and so I went with her. No, I know. I'm just kidding, you guys. (laughs) Nina is lying. She did not want to go either. She was like, "No, let's go home." (laughs) So as I said, we were there with our friends Josh and Anna. They're big baseball fans as well. Bad news is they're Dodgers fans. Oh, I know. I'm gonna let that one slide. Pretty trashy to be a Dodger fan. Go Giants. (laughs) (laughs) Go Giants. But yes, we wanted to for sure go to Yankee. Stadium while we were there to go to such an iconic stadium. It's not the original. That was the House of Babe, but they rebuilt it to be, to an extent, almost like an exact replica, just Mm -hmm. new. So for me, it was an awesome experience and we definitely enjoyed the game, had a few beverages as well. And nice. It's close to knocking off my MLB bucket list of the stadiums I want to go to. Yankee Stadium was one. I have two more to go. Fenway and Wrigley. Wrigley. So when we're back in Chicago, we need to do Wrigley for sure. Yes. But you saw the outside. I, I did see the outside. Close, I want to see a but game not at close it. Close enough. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I could care less about any of the other stadiums. Not gonna lie. I, would I love want to, to see go to all the stadiums. Ones. It would be fun, but if I didn't, wouldn't matter. But Yankee Stadium, mm-hmm. I was really stoked to cross off my list. So I do want to back up. Let's talk about you getting to Yankee Stadium. You took the subway and you have a good story. Yes. Thank you for this backup, <laughs> this one Brittany. Can't so as we were talking earlier, when we were saying about the subways and crazy things that can happen on there, we had split up from Zena and Brittany. So it was just me, Josh and Anna going to Yankee Stadium. And we took off from Lower Manhattan after we had actually gone to Wall Street to see the bull, which we have to get back to that story. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we had gone to a beer garden and all had some beers together before we parted ways. And when I was on the subway, it started to creep in on me that I really had to piss really bad from all the drinking we had done. But I did catch a firsthand experience of a crazy New York subway situation. <laughs> this one person got on as we were going down the line. It kept getting more and more crowded because clearly we were on the line to Yankee Stadium. Everyone was going to the game. And this guy comes on, looks normal as can be, sits down, and he starts reading from the Bible, which isn't necessarily bad. We always see a lot of people preach good for him for his faith and his beliefs. But I almost felt so bad because it's like he's really, really trying here and no one is listening to him. But I was <laughs> listening to him because I was like, wow, this is an experience. You, you see this all the tourist. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was excited to hear it. But he was saying how he used to be a big executive on Wall Street. He walked away from like a $2 million annual salary gig because he realized that it was evil, corrupt. But he was just going nonstop for 35 minutes and no one was listening to Cocaine him. Cocaine is one hell of a drug. I, that's if he was on it. <laughs> Which book was he reading from? I don't remember. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I was have I was listening, but at the same time panicking because I really had to pee and I was debating <laughs> getting off with Josh and Anna, be like, I gotta pee, I'm gonna piss here on the tracks or run outside and do something. But at the same time I was captivated to continue listening to that's this funny guy. when i was on the subway there was people doing like a dance show on the cart oh see so nice. that would be a good nice one. little performance for you too we didn't see a performance <laughs> on the subway but when we had gotten off the subway we did see those break dancers when we were still in brooklyn you guys yeah, remember, remember that? that so we yeah. watched that show for a little bit so if not on the subway that's another thing about new york you're always going to catch people doing street performances musicians dancing etc and even in the subway tunnels people are mm-hmm. set up with their music 
music, their instruments, singing, dancing, break dancing. You can find it all in the subway. When I was in Mexico City, this is like the first time that I went. Every single stop, someone new came on to sell something. And then you go to the next stop, they got off and someone else <laughs> come. Like Their turn. Chiclets, tissues, every, you don't even need to go on the store. You just go on the subway and wait for the stop. If I could change two things about the New York subway, I would say the smell inside the subway stations and how hot it gets down there because mm-hmm. in summer it can get really humid and musty. And the other thing is that they have no public restrooms down there. So when we were in Japan, we used the subways and they did have public restrooms there and they were so nice and so convenient. And, and I loved clean. it. Yeah, and clean. Difference between Japanese and New Yorkers. I That's why so. I said I was debating going out and pissing on the tracks because there's no bathrooms in the subway station. <laughs> I'm judging you right now. I, I really would have gotten caught on camera. I really wasn't going to piss on the tracks. Security guys, would be on you. So <laughs> <laughs> that same day that Jamal went to Yankee Stadium, we also went to Wall Street. I think he mentioned briefly and Jamal had something he really wanted to do with the Wall Street Bowl. Did yes. it involve the balls? Yes, it, it did. did. <laughs> the really quickly, though. So what did you do for the whole bathroom? Like, how did you manage? Oh, I waited till we got to Yankee Stadium. And outside of Yankee Stadium, there's a McDonald's. And I told Josh and Anna, I was like, peace out, guys. Like, I'm running to McDonald's. <laughs> and like I said, no public restrooms. So you're going to have Mickey D's? Well, you it bought is a burger? Pu- no, it is public, but they have codes. You know, to keep people from just, mm-hmm. I don't know, doing drugs people in there, like sleeping you. in there. No, <laughs> yeah, I guess a non patron. <laughs> but I did what Zaina did. And I had waited for the person to come out, like when she had to go to the restroom downtown and they came out of the hotel bathroom. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing, but I was really, really lucky. Otherwise, I would have been like, yeah, I'm buying something. But even then, I don't even know if I could wait in that line. It was so crowded in there because everyone's trying to get food before they go into Yankee Stadium. So mm-hmm. I made it. What an experience. Sorry, I just, I Good had job. to have the Indian. Well, now we have to get back to the balls in Jamal's face from the Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, <pool. laughs> so I wanted to go to Wall Street. I just wanted to see the charging bull that they have outside of Wall Street. It's very iconic. I felt to me this was a very New York thing to do, very touristy, but at the same time, I still wanted to see it. I'm so mad that I didn't know about that because I did go to Wall Street, but I... You didn't know that there's a bull? No, the bull wasn't on my radar. I didn't do my research well enough for this trip. Do you know why it's a bull? No. When the market's doing good, they call it a bull market. When the market's doing bad, they call it a bear market. So the bull is there probably as a... They want it to be a bull market. Yeah, they want it to be a bull market. So anyway... (laughs) Good omen. We ended up going there and everyone's taking photos with it. And I told Josh, I said, Josh, let's take a photo. Let's like cradle the balls or do something like completely crazy with it because everyone's (laughs) taking photos and we had to wait in line. So Josh and I, when it was our turn, we got in there. I forgot who was taking the photo. You climbed under the bull. Yeah, we climbed under the bull and we both grabbed each one testicle and we were like cupping it, doing mock licks of it. Yeah, going on our Instagram. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. We'll see about that. I think but. you like put your tongue out and you were oh, like, you got I, real yeah, up close and I personal. Did, I did. But I you did. did not put your tongue on the ball. No, no, no. I, I was doing mock licking. Of course I wouldn't put it on it. <laughs> you know, just, just in case, you listeners, that you want to recreate the infamous photo of Jamal, he did not put his tongue on well, the Well, I told Josh, I said, if you take this with me, I'll probably frame it, which I haven't printed and framed it yet, but I need to. But yeah. that's one thing that I did. I know it's kind of stupid, the photos but it's funny the crowd to me. loved it yeah the crowd loved it when i got up from the 
ground with Josh. I said, sorry, everybody, that you guys had to see that. But everyone was laughing. They seemed to like it. Was this after you? I mean, I know this had been after you had a few drinks, but did this idea come to you while you were drinking? No, I always knew I wanted to kind of do that. (laughs) (laughs) You always knew you wanted to cradle a bull's balls. I just wanted to take a funny photo in front of something very iconic. Yeah, because it really everyone is taking like nice pictures with them there by the bull. So, I mean, you brought a little bit of Which comedy. is interesting. They're all taking it of the balls. They're not taking it from the front of the bull. They were all lined up, and you guys can attest to this, taking photos at the butt end with its balls hanging. So I just said, why not up it up a little yeah. bit and do what I did? Yeah, and then I just one tip is it's very crowded there to get a picture. So don't be afraid to push your way to the front. Be aggressive. So before we even got to the bull, we had been enjoying some beers around the corner at a beer garden. We just happened to stumble upon it. So we went inside. Next thing you know, we're buying rounds and chugging and having a jolly time. Kim, you would have been proud. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Missed out. If you went to Africa, you would have been on this NYC trip. I just remember, okay, because I can chug a beer like nobody's business. And at one point I lifted my beer and Josh was saying how his heart stopped. And he was like, oh my God, I thought Zaina was about to chug and make me look like a pussy over here. (laughs) (laughs) Because Josh was like halfway full and I was completely full. And he thought that I was about to chug it right then and there. And I'm like, no, 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 man, I need a break. And that beer garden is exactly why I was struggling to hold in my urine on the New York City subway going to Yankee Stadium. Yeah. You know, I was actually really proud of Brittany because I didn't realize that because Brittany doesn't drink that much. I have not seen her drunk, not drunk, but tipsy. I can't remember times that so, I've seen her tipsy. New You're Orleans? making my wife sound boring. New Orleans, <laughs> no. the time that I was wearing the Chevy's hat. <laughs> Thanksgiving. I can't get rid of that Chevy's hat picture. Oh my gosh. The worst picture of Brittany and I ever, but it's the best. So Jamal and Josh and Anna left to go to their game. And so Brittany and I are leaving to go do our own thing, but we want to send ourselves a postcard. So we went into a souvenir store and you tell the story, Britt. Well, I wanted to get an ornament and a postcard. And Jamal left me with that daunting task of picking out the ornament by myself. (gasps) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Suzanne and I get our postcards. And then we also wanted to get a stamp as well. And I think he only had international stamps. And I couldn't decide if I wanted to just pay to get the international stamp or if I should go find like a post office and mail it myself or what I should do. So I kept changing my mind and Zaina was watching the transaction. So what did you see? I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't think probably since you wore that Chevy's hat when you were 19, 21, (laughs) (laughs) have I seen you tipsy? And I'm standing there watching you fumble, trying to decide whether or not you want a stamp and you look so confused (laughs) and she's kind of stuttering too. And I'm like, Britney's tipsy. I have never seen Britney like this. Yes, she was struggling trying to decide whether or not she wanted a stamp. And she couldn't get her thoughts out. Did we get the stamp? We did. I think we did. We did because it came and I said, you bought an international stamp? (laughs) Okay, we got this. Yeah, I remember. It's an international stamp. (laughs) Well, and we had just come back from South Africa. And so I had been used to buying international stamps. And I was like, oh, wait, we're in New York now. We don't need an international stamp. But that's all he has. Excuses. Don't defend yourself. A lot of decisions (laughs) to be made. I understand. Yeah, there was a lot of decisions to be made. But one thing Zane and I wanted to do after we split up from Josh and Anna and Jamal was go to a deli. Because why not? Not even just a deli, right? A Jewish deli in New York. 
York City. That is my dream. So we found one. It was called Cat's Deli. Which is super famous. And the one thing I would say is it is overpriced, but it is an experience. When we went in, it was completely crowded. You have to pretty much know what you want and stand in like these massive lines. Not even a lot. Like they usher you to a corner and you're standing in like a waiting area. Right. And they give you a ticket. And so when your ticket's called, you can go up and order and then you either decide if it's going to be to go or if you're going to sit down. And it's so crowded in there that Zayn and I didn't even get our own table. We were at a shared table with other people. Mm -hmm. And I think for the sandwich we got, which was a Reuben, it was like $22 and it didn't even come with fries. Just for one sandwich. The bread for New York wasn't even toasted. (gasps) Yeah, no. (laughs) They don't toast their bread. No. No, I'm saying that. That's one thing that they don't do is they don't toast bread. And so like it's very common for it to just be the like the meat and bread and that's it. Mm. And the fries were like seven or eight dollars. So Zayn and I split the meal and it was big enough to split, but it was kind of pricey, but it was worth the experience. I'm glad that we did it because like I said, I really, really, really wanted to go to a Jewish deli and this is an authentic Jewish deli. It's one of the most popular ones there. When Harry Met Sally was filmed there, a lot of famous people have been there. Their pictures are up on the walls and I just really wanted to do it. And here in San Diego, we do have an authentic Jewish deli, DZ Aikens, and I love the Reuben sandwich there. There and they do toast the bread. And for me personally, I prefer DZ Aikens. And it does come with French fries. And I think it's about like $15 or $16. But that's okay because it's the experience and it's New York City. And I'm glad that we did it. DZ Aikens all day. All not, day. Not that all I had the way. cats with you guys, but DZ Aikens delicious. Continuing our conversation about food in New York City, there is a lot of good food. The favorite thing that I ate in New York City, and these guys may disagree with me, but it's the Halal Guys food cart. Yeah, I think we have different opinions on this. (laughs) It was so good. They have a whole bunch of these carts in the main areas of Manhattan and the lines get very long for them too. So you go up and you order the cart and I think they have lamb, chicken. You can get pita kind of sandwiches or you can get a plate for about six bucks, much less than the Jewish deli. And it's a big round plate of this orange rice and I got chicken. It comes with pita, salad, and you can put this garlic white sauce all over it and just a tea teeny bit of the hot sauce because it is really, really hot. Just put little dots all over it. That's all you need. I really liked the white sauce. Oh my God. So good. The garlic sauce is good, but being the fact that my dad's Middle Eastern, his garlic sauce is pretty good. You know, you were hyping up Halal, guys. Oh, I'm we, hyping it we up. We specifically went to go get it and it was good, no doubt. In my opinion, is it worth a specific trip to go find that food cart? You Not really. You don't need to go look for it. You'll see them all well, over. There's several of them. Yes, because they are food carts, but it is cash a, only. Yes. Oh it, yeah, I had it, to look it, at Jamal and Brittany. Mom, Dad, <laughs> it can you is add it a to my chain. Tab? So they have multiple. The location that we found, maybe it was an off day. I don't know. It was good food, but I, like I said, I didn't think it was anything <laughs> exceptional. But speaking of uh, that hot sauce, I did feel bad because I put some of it on. Oh, you messed and, it up. Well, I didn't put a lot of it on. Well, I did. But <laughs> not enough to mess it up to be that's why I don't think it was uh-huh, I think the that's best. It. <laughs> no, why I say I feel bad is some of that hot sauce was on some of the rice and it fell and I saw a pigeon eat it. And I was like, oh, oh my God, if I'm dying on this poor little pigeon. Excuse me, he's a New York pigeon. <laughs> yeah, I, I ate that you know at that, two in the morning when, on the street in New York and it was the best thing I'd had that whole weekend. If that's you're eating probably at two in the morning, why that's probably I wasn't drunk. I had just gotten into town and it was bomb. 
Well, we went there bomb, bomb, bomb. because we specifically said Kim told us that we have to go to the Halal Guys and we went there for you, Kim. So they actually have brick and mortar locations. The closest one to us is in Irvine, which is about a two hour drive. And I have thought seriously about driving up there on multiple occasions. Haven't done it yet, but I plan to. I it tells you... me a lot about your palate. <laughs> you know what, Kim? I hope you go and you come to the realization. Well, that I've heard to. that the brick and mortar locations aren't as good, so that wouldn't be fair. Mm. <laughs> okay, so moving on from halal, guys. Another thing you have to eat in New York City is New York City pizza. Absolutely. Of course you do. Um, eat a lot of it. The day we landed, I said, that's the first thing we're oh, going to yeah. do. We checked into our Airbnb. That's the first thing I Dropped did. off our <laughs> luggage and we're like, let's go get some New York City style pizza. And mm-hmm. we did. We were staying in Brooklyn. Fucking delicious. Mm. I don't remember the place that we ate at, but nonetheless, you must try New yeah. York style pizza. How many pies did we get? Well, Josh and Anna can eat. <laughs> so <laughs> I think they got quite a few and then ordered like bread. Well, was it breadsticks? What did they order? I never they got salad, a full but... pizza. I would get pizza by the slice. No, we got and... a full pizza and ate like... Like it was Brooklyn delicious style, and like. the slices are big and you can go it doesn't matter what the name of any pizza shop is they're all good just go into one after another after another and keep eating them if you want to get a standard cheese pizza you can find them for just a dollar if you want more toppings the price kind of goes up but it's very reasonably priced <laughs> one of the pizzas that i tried was a very unique style pizza the artichoke pizza and i found this in the village neighborhood of new york of manhattan and there's a place there that's really well known for it. It's also on the strip where there's a lot of bars and it's the NYU area. So there's a lot of drunk people eating pizza on the street. But if you see this place, Artichoke Pizza, go in there and try one. It's really good. That's the name of the place, Artichoke Pizza? The sign outside will say Artichoke Pizza. Uh And if you Google it, it will come up. Well, tell you what, Kim, next time we're all in NYC, I'm going to take your recommendation because I trust that that's probably good over Halal Guys. (laughs) (laughs) I would take Halal Guys any day over the artichoke pizza. You guys, it's been but so long since I've had pizza, and like all I want right now is a pizza. <laughs> it sounds so <laughs> it does good. Does sound bomb. Dipped in like New York ranch. pizza. Yes. There's so much to eat in New York, and I remember one of the nights we couldn't decide on what we would eat as a squad, and we convinced Zayna that we should have ramen that night, and Zayna was like, "It took a lot of convincing. It was almost, you know, before we get to what you said, I just want to say it was almost like a Kim in Chicago situation. Oh no, I would not eat mushrooms. Zayna wouldn't eat ramen. (laughs) Zayna wouldn't eat ramen. We finally convinced her, and now Zayna can't stop talking about how much she loves ramen. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but I did. (laughs) You do. I really like Minya here in San Diego. It is dynamite. That's what I really, really like. We could do a whole episode on ramen places in San Diego. (laughs) Maybe we should. (laughs) (laughs) But like when we were in Japan, I was like, oh my God, ramen is so good. How can you ever get tired of ramen? And that was after New York City. After New York City. So there I am in New York City and everyone wanted ramen. And I'm like, oh, you guys, I don't like ramen. So eventually I folded and like, I was like, okay, let's get ramen. It was so good. It was so good. It was. I don't know. I was just making an assumption that I don't like ramen. I thought I didn't like ramen, but you know what? It's not top ramen. So uh. I love top ramen, actually. It's not one as of my good as real foods. ramen, though. <laughs> Any more food places that we want to talk about? I went to a Chinese food place when I was there, and I can't remember the name of it, but New York is really well known for its Chinese food. So if you're there, do some searching, ask around, and find a Chinese food place, and try the Chinese in New York. For the reason why you liked Times Square, because you said it made you feel like you were in the movies, if I was to eat Chinese food in New York, I wouldn't want to eat it in a restaurant. I would need someone to deliver it to me and eat it in a box. (laughs) In those cute boxes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) On my couch, well, not my couch, the Airbnb's couch 
couch or hotel room or something, that would make my Chinese food New York experience mm-hmm. excellent. Boom. Hail a cab and then get some Chinese delivered. <laughs> <laughs> or just get it to go. <laughs> One thing about the restaurants that we did go to is it's so small. And I get that, right? Manhattan is a very tiny island. So many people, you're fighting for space. But, you know, like when we were there eating the ramen, I felt like we were sitting on top of each other. And it's not a complaint. It's just an observation that, you know, places are really small. Yes, they were. Mm Mm-hmm. Kim, did you hit up any rooftop bars? Oh, you know it. <laughs> I know it, girl. Not the one at the Met, though. Uh, no, I missed that one. I had to go nap in Central Park, so I missed it. Um, I went to the James Hotel. There's a rooftop bar up there. Very cosmopolitan-type vibes at night. A lot of people, what you'd expect, you know, people in heels, people drinking, $20 drinks, beautiful skyline views all around you. Sounds like New York. <laughs> very, very pretty. Also went to another hotel. It's the Trump Soho Hotel. And there is the rooftop bar called the Bar de You. And there's a little pool up there. I went up there during the day. I only went there because my coworker that I was on this trip with, his cousin worked there. So he got me to go up there. And I changed in the spa there and they had a bidet. So that was my first bidet experience. Did you use it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. What did you think? I love it. I fucking love bidets. <laughs> when me you're too. in Lebanon, you can be rocking bidets all day. Oh, hell yeah. They're bidet all, all day. Bidet. I was just about to say that. So that was a cool place to just lay in your bikini by the pool and have a margarita before moving on. Very nice. Well, we talked a lot about transportation in terms of the subway, catching taxis, walking, etc. One thing we didn't touch upon, though, is the airports in New York. There's technically three airports that you can fly to within the vicinity. One of them is in New Jersey, and then two of them are in New York. So the first one we're going to go over is JFK or John F. Kennedy International. This is New York's main airport in terms of most international, most domestic domestic flights, etc. However, it is the furthest away from downtown New York area. So that's the one I flew into when I stayed in Soho and it was a hundred dollar Uber to the airport. Oh my god. It was like so rush expensive. hour. Yeah. And I think about 45 minutes. To the point where on the way in, we got out of the Uber and walked with our suitcase on the street because we were stuck in traffic. Wow. Yep. Yeah, so JFK, honestly, I would do that one as a last resort. I mean, if your flight, especially if you're going international, best rate or something is out of there, okay. But if you are flying domestically, I would recommend going to LaGuardia, which is their second airport. So JFK is in Queens. And LaGuardia is also in Queens, but LaGuardia location is a little bit more central. But if you are going to New York, want to be immediately close to Manhattan, if you fly into Newark, New Jersey, which is just across the river, I would say that that airport is the closest to downtown. Newark was the airport that we actually flew into. We had a stopover because we were flying internationally and we took an Uber from Newark to JFK later. Very nice. Anything else that we didn't do in New York, but maybe you want to mention to people that may be visiting New York? Yeah, one thing that I really wanted to do, and again, this was just more so time constraint and traveling with people and knowing it wasn't necessarily their priority, but I do want to go to Coney Island one Mm. day just for the novelty of it, if you will, and obviously also the history. I would love to go to Coney Island, and Coney Island is pretty much New York City's 
seaside amusement park, if you oh. will. So they have a roller coaster, they have rides, etc. It's pretty much their, like I said, classic seaside amusement park. Cool. I would also like to see the Fearless Girl statue. It used to be in Wall Street right in front of the bull, but they've moved it to the stock exchange area. And it's just another kind of bull statue that has meaning behind it and just a cool thing to check out. She was there when we were playing with the bull balls. Oh, so you did see yeah, her. Yeah, we did Very see her. Cool. They, I didn't even know they moved her. Yes, they oh, moved wow. her. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. She was there. So we saw her, unfortunately. Cool. Yeah. I would love to do the Gossip Girl tour. You said that earlier. Okay, well, I'm going to say it again. (laughs) I love Gossip Girl, you guys. I would love to do that tour. I would love to climb to the top of the Statue of Liberty. I hear that it's about 20 floors up to the top. I would love to do that. I would like to do it too. But like I said, when we were talking about it from what I've read online during a hot summer day, not necessarily so much. But I would like to go in there. I think it would be fun to do. And I know I mentioned Coney Island earlier. I do want to go to the top of either the One World Trade, Empire State Building, or one of the other super tall skyscrapers. I would like, I know I've already mentioned this, but just to reiterate, I really want to go back to... Yes! (laughs) Okay, three things. (laughs) I would love to go back to Ellis Island. Like, I really, really want to do that. And then number two is I would like to go to the Met Gala. Which just goes to show you, you can visit New York many times and there's still going to be things that you want to do that you didn't get to. Is it your favorite time of the episode? Oh, shit! Question of the week! Questions! (laughs) We're into the new year and we still don't have our official jingle music, so I love our little spontaneousness. I'm mixing it up. I'm testing things out. I think it's it's better than a solid music jingle because I'm always look forward every week what the fuck's Kim gonna do questions (laughs) it's like my highlight that's a little dark (laughs) of the week oh man well this question that we have we've been picking questions that people are asking specifically about destinations we're talking about in that episode but we do get some questions that are just about travel in general so we want to start incorporating some of those as well Brittany what question do we have this week So Samantha from NYC reached out to us and she asked us, what do you miss most about home when you travel? Ooh, I know. I don't even need to think about this. And I miss my dog. I miss her so much. I think about her every day. Oh, little Emma. I miss her cuddles. I love Emma. (laughs) Emma turned me into a small dog believer. (laughs) I used to not be a small dog person. I love Emma. What about you, Santa? I don't really know. I I think I know what you, you would say. What? Tell me. Just like your routine, being in your own house. I was just about to say that. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think that there's any, right? You really do. I don't think that there's anything specific that I miss. Pooping. (laughs) (laughs) Zayna has some issues sometimes. stage fright when I'm away from home (laughs) but yeah like I do like routine I'm I'm very good with the flow guys like I'm very good at going with the flow but I like my routine and I like what I know and so I think that's the thing that I miss and I live by myself I have my own space Mm -hmm. and so when you're going from having your own space and doing whatever you want in your own time even if it is structured it's not hard but it's just different and I miss routine but I like to travel I'm not going to stop so I can like live a routine life I feel the same way yeah well I'm gonna feel like a bad animal parent if I don't say Agent Bauer now that Kim (laughs) has said Emma but yes tell us who Agent Bauer is Agent Bauer is my most handsome male kitty cat that you've ever seen in your life Emma's cousin 
Yes. Emma's cousin. He should be a cat model. He just doesn't have the temperament for it. If he did, <laughs> I'd be a millionaire just from whoring out Agent Bauer to <laughs> like cat advertisements because he's so cute. But other than him, I would have to say I miss my bed. I know oh, that sounds yeah. so, I don't want to say stupid, but it's very cliche. But I really do miss my bed. I always, always enjoy traveling. But there's nothing quite like coming home and sleeping the first night in your bed. That you bought at the San Diego Fair. Yes. <laughs> I would have to agree. I m- miss my bed the most when I travel. And also, I know what I'm getting when I shower in my shower. Like sometimes mm. water pressure isn't right in mm-hmm. other places. I don't know. I just like being home in my own routine, lounging on my couch in pajamas and like, you know, spread eagle, whatever I want to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just like the comfort of home. Yeah. You just made me think of something funny when I was in Florence, Italy. I used their shower and it was some jankity ass shower. Yeah, sometimes there's janky ass showers out there when you travel. I pulled the like handle off that you used to remove and wash yourself and it broke. So then from then on, the shower <laughs> wouldn't hook back on. So I would have to hold it. And then I, if I need to wash my hair, I'd have to put it down and be spraying everywhere. <laughs> Rough <laughs> life out there. Right? <laughs> shower life. Another one that I thought of actually just now is sometimes you don't get extra blankets, right? You have what you have. and or pillows. It, yeah, yeah. You know, like I have extra blankets in my closet if I need it, if it's too cold or whatnot. And I just remember when we were in Chicago, it was a very thin blanket on top of me and it was cold and I was lying in bed thinking to myself man I wish I had another blanket so I want to close us out of this episode by reading one of the reviews that we recently got we've been getting a few reviews lately and I fucking love them this one is amazing so this review comes from Bon Jodi it says and I'm gonna read it exactly like it's written you guys I'm like really ready to plan some trips with my own travel squad though I'm like really smart now. The best part of this podcast is the genuine love and friendship these humans share. (laughs) That is the foundation of a great trip. And boy, oh boy, does that shine through in their podcast. In addition, their trips are legit. Too legit. Too legit. I'm going to quit my job and just travel. Bye. Literally planning my next trip with the help and inspiration from the squad. The critics have it. We want more Travel Squad Podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that review. Thank you, Mom Jody. So make sure you guys leave a review for us and maybe we'll read yours on the next one. Rate us five stars and it just really helps other people discover our podcast. We love hearing from you as well. So please engage with us. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode about NYC. Please subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and tune in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes. And if you aren't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Travel Squad Podcast. Send in those questions of the week. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Stay tuned for next week's episode. We want you to pack your bags and grab your passports because we are taking you to Africa. Don't miss it like I did. (laughs) (laughs) What a plug. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.